another first here on Relish the Journey. When I started this podcast about three years ago, I made the claim that I was on a mission to interview the world. Well, it's happening, folks. My guest in this episode is all the way from Switzerland, and we're going to talk about luxury hotels and building an international brand. So everyone, meet Willie Hobal of the Hobal Luxury Collection. Joining me all the way from Switzerland, Willie Hobal. Willie, thanks for joining us on Relish the Journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me in your program. It's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. A pleasure for me. You're my first guest from Switzerland, so I get to check another country off the map. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm based in Switzerland, but I am from the Dominican Republic. So I think that I represent both at this moment. There you go. <laughs> So for people who don't know about you, why don't you give us a little bit of intro, who you are, what you do, and uh, then we'll get started from there. Wonderful. Well, my name is Willy Hobal. I am based in Switzerland now. I am Dominican. I'm from the Dominican Republic. And um, living in the Dominican Republic for me um, have been like, I, I, never, I never thought that I would be moving uh, to another country, but I have so many ambitions and and many goals that I have to achieve. So slowly, I was I was growing in the in the in the hospitality industry, and it all started when I was um, on my very first job that I was actually nine years old, and the owner of the house I was cleaning that was my job. So the owner of the house, she was working in a hotel as a receptionist. And I was so I was so in love with her profession that I said to myself that when I am when I turn 18, I will be working in her position in the same hotel. So after the years um, that I was working in different jobs, I just I just realized that when I was 17, I was knocking the door to that hotel and they actually hired me as a in the same position that her, that was a receptionist. Um, and for me, I feel like there was the moment where I, where I actually um, uh, feel the love of hospitality, of serving others, of making sure that, that, that you get what you, what you, you know, that, that when you book a vacation, that you are receiving uh, all the benefits of it and that you are not stressed, that you are, you know, receiving the best service ever. And yeah, I just, I just love it. And after that, you know, many years in the industry and it all take me to today, opening my new company called Hova Luxury Collection to, um, um, help independent luxury hotels. And so I'm sure that's what brought you to Switzerland, right? That being, (laughs) being, uh, you know, a place that's known for hospitality. Is that the case? Yes, that, that, that is true. So you said you like serving others and making sure people have stress-free vacations and things like that. Most people don't like the idea of serving someone else, right? It's it's the, I think the ego comes into play. Right? I want to be served. I don't necessarily want to serve. What is it yeah. about you that you think is different? Like you look forward to serving others. Well, I I honestly I don't know. This is something that is in me since a very young age. 
And, and also because I come from a country that is, well, the Dominican Republic, that is well known for its hospitality and people, uh, you know, when we receive a tourist, when people are on vacation, we are always there with a big smile and a piña colada, <laughs> like with your, you know, so I just sure. learned in a very young age, uh, all of that. And I think it's, it's in my, in my blood. Yeah, I've I've been to the Dominican Republic and been a recipient of one of those piña coladas, so <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And so, tell me about Hobal Luxury Collection. You you don't have any of your own hotels, do you? But you help manage others. Is that correct? Um, no. Basically, what we do is to promote uh, those luxury, independent luxury hotels that they are not from a big brand. Um, you know that we have big brands of luxury hotels, but they are some other um, small hotels, uh, luxury hotels that they are looking to to increase their revenue, to 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 have a, uh, you know, like a wider uh, brand recognition in certain markets. And there, there is where, where, where we come, you know, we are based in Europe. So what we do is to promote hotels across across Europe, within the European market. So the hotel could be in the US or in the Dominican Republic or, or any other destination. Uh, so we we sign a contract and then we we start promoting the then all across uh, Europe. So I'm curious how you do that. How do you get the word out about a small boutique luxury hotel? Well, it's a lot of work behind it, you know. I bet, <laughs> um, yeah. First of all, you really need to uh, understand the brand. Uh, you know that each brand has its essence and, and different qualities that make them unique. So for us, that's one of the first steps to, to actually get the feeling of the brand and know what are the qualities, the mission, the values. And when we are really aware of what what are what is their specific clients and and what are the good qualities that make that property unique, then we start the process to promote those hotels um, through visiting. Um, we visit some travel agencies in Europe that are more um, luxury travel agents, and also um, we send some campaigns, newsletter campaigns to. Um, to all those travel agents, we make sure that they have the hotels in their catalogs. Also, we we pitch uh, some contacts in the media to make sure that they receive the information about the property of any uh, new change or new offer or some unique features that could be great to cover um, a news. So that way we can have them in the media. And, and also in our uh, blog, because we have some an amazing writer, so she's writing um, some content in our blog about those properties. And that one will will be more focused in the final clients. So we are a B2B company, but also, you know, we have some, some of those twists that make us more human to human um, with our approach. What we do also is that we try to to make the final client know the property so that way they can go to the travel agents, which they already know the property because of us, and that way then they will drive the revenue to the hotel. So it's like a like a cycle. 
Yeah, I love what you said about being human to human and not B to B or B to C, right? It's H to H, no matter what uh, <laughs> exactly. what, what level. That makes a lot of sense, especially for something as really emotional as spending your hard-earned dollars on a vacation, you know, leaving your home. This is your temporary home, wherever you're staying. It's, it's a big deal. People want it to is. get what they're paying for. So you have to appeal to that human element. Yeah, exactly. And, and you can see that now we have more eco-friendly hotels and you go to a restaurant in the hotel and they have a lot of vegan options and uh, they also have a gluten-free options. You know, it's, it's very, um, now it's very, more than ever, brands have to be more human. And, and also the clients, they need to feel like home, like you said, when they arrive to a hotel, they need to have this family feeling as most of the staff um, from, from those luxury hotels, they have this very um, special way of treat the clients um, because they, you know, they, they might know the name of the guest right away and their favorite drink. And they make you, they involve you as a guest in all these you know, family feeling in the property. And that, that for me is like one of the best feelings ever when you are abroad, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Especially abroad, right? If you're not even just in your same country, right? You're a completely different land. You definitely want to yeah. feel that safety that comes with that feeling of home. Absolutely. Exactly. How were you all affected by the pandemic? Did, did that take a hit to luxury hotels? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, it has been a hit for everyone. And, you know, still these are hard moments. And I'm sure that it will take time to 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 go back again. But I don't know if I'm sure to, you know, if I'm sure saying back again to, to where we are, because after this impact, I don't think things will be 100% like before. But for sure, many companies are adapting um, their approach, adapting many uh, um, uh, measures in the hotel and like the mask and, and having some some different uh, facilities for the clients. And I think that's, that's, that's a key point because um, today I feel like the companies that will survive are the ones that can adapt to these this, this times. Yeah, I think so much of it goes back to that human to human comment you made right yeah. that we have to understand as businesses that there this is an emotional time for people and people are yeah. anxious and scared and unsure and so whatever you can do especially in a hotel to ease that you know give them peace of mind the you know the better off things will be yeah exactly and also you know for luxury hotels i i, I think that for luxury hotels, it will be um, a good time in, in the recovery moment in the industry because normally the luxury hotels, they, they have more like space. It's, it's not like crowded spaces and and everything is, is, is in another level, you know. So now the need of space, the need of, of you know, like extra clean uh, uh, room and, and all of that, I think that is a, a, a characteristic that have that is in, in, in the luxury hotels. And I think this is something that will be will be something big now in the recovery. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So I'm curious mm-hmm. more, we're talking about the business, but back to you, right? How, what was the first step? You decide 
you're in the Dominican Republic, you've got these goals you want to pursue. Now you're in Switzerland. Somewhere along the line, you started this company. What made you decide to create your own business instead of being an employee for someone else? Well, it's been it's been a long time for me. Um, uh, it's a long story, but you know, it's been a long time that I wanted to do things um, to start something. And what really uh, puts me down was the fear of failure and also the impostor syndrome. Um, you know, so for me, I think like the biggest battle of my life is were those those um, fears. Uh, before starting my company, but definitely there was this all star because of the of the need in the market. Um, what we do with Hoba Luxury Collection um, that can differentiate us from other companies is that, for example, um, most of the other companies they focus in only one market. For example, it could be uh, France or Italy, and they represent the hotels only within those markets. And it's more focusing to the travel agents approach. But in our case, we wanted to have a wider coverage. Uh, so that's why we include Europe, 15 key countries in Europe. And also we are including the PR part, which is like public relations and marketing. So we can also approach the final client and also make the, the guest go, um, the guest meaning the hotel to be, to have some media appearance and media coverage. Um, so it all started with that need. I remember um, I was looking for a representation company because this was what I what I was doing. I was back in the, as a sales manager. I was looking for a representation company in Europe that can do all of that, but I was not able to find it. <laughs> so I said, wait a minute. I, I, think, I think that now I have this opportunity to you know, to to introduce this company to the market and then offer something that is not being offered, um, you know, with this all all in one, all these integrated services. And that's that's how all the ideas start. <laughs> I love those aha moments, right? Like, wait a second, this doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then you're exactly. like, no, like, okay, I'll do it then. Yeah, it's... <laughs> There are many ways to, you know, to to start something new because it doesn't have to be like reinventing the rule or something. But you know, you can have a, a small twist and then you know have your niche of clients there. Absolutely, yeah. So you said it's been a, you know, it's a long story. It's been a long journey, but if you had to reflect back on everything that's led you up to this conversation. How would you describe it in three words? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I will say resilience a lot. <laughs> um, Constance. Um, and practice. So resilience, constance, and practice. Yes. <laughs> So let's talk about that. And there, and there is, and there is a, a, a big history behind each one of those. Yeah, words. let's talk about each one a little bit. <laughs> well, resilience, because I feel like I am a very resilient person. Um, I grew up in a very, in a tiny house in the Dominican Republic, in the North Coast. 
and in a, in a very I'm from a very humble family, so we were living in a tiny house. Um, we were we only have one room in the in the house uh, that I share with my parents and my brother. So both beds were were next to each other. Um, but for me as a kid, I never saw that as something that was wrong, you know, because when you are when you are living there and that's your reality, you you actually you actually feel that that that's that's where you belong. And still nowadays, I I I I I call myself Willy from the block <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, because I I never forget that. Um, where I'm coming from, and and also being so close to my parents, that 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 really creates a strong bond that will come with me through all of these years. And the fact that I started working at nine years old, it was not because I wanted; it was that there was a need in my house, and and I wanted to learn English. I have to pay my English classes. I have to, you know, to to have. I wanted to buy breakfast at school to buy snacks because we were not my parents they were not able to to give me some some money to buy things at school and and you know there was such a little money my mother was working and her salary was like sixty dollars per month and you know to take care of a, of, of of a family with just sixty dollars is is just is nothing so it was never enough for doing for doing things like extra things. But I remember that we always have food in the house. Yeah, no, that's great to think about that, right? From a one-room house in Dominican Republic to being in a luxury industry in Switzerland, that is quite the story of resilience for sure. <laughs> yeah. And so constants were the other, and then uh, practice. So just that it takes constant practice to continue to, to improve, or is there another... Uh, meaning there well actually yeah I, I will say that in order to to achieve your goals you have to to have this constant you have to every day do small things that will take you to you know closer to your goals i feel like for example building this company every day every single day i was waking up with a whole you know, with a whole agenda in my head of the things that I have to do, you know, only, for example, only with the logo of the company, it took me so much time and, you know, back and forth with the designer and making sure that this logo reflects the company and elegance and, and the quality and trust. And, and, you know, it's a lot behind that. And then every single day I was doing just one small thing, one small step that that took me took me to 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 my goals and to be opening my company now yeah and and i think that it's the same with 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 many things in life um you know in different professions or even to the gym sometimes it's not about how much how much weight you lift you know <laughs> it's more about the constant to keep going to make your body that uh, um the, to create these habits you know to move, keep moving forward. Yeah, so many people um, try practice. to go from zero to 60, right? But it's just getting that, yeah. it's like 1% better every day is one of my favorite phrases. <laughs> and that's exactly Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then as per the practice, I feel like whatever you do, you just have to practice, practice a lot. Because um, I think that sometimes when the right moment comes, if you are prepared, 
you know, it, it it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. Even it, it, again in any any career, any profession, it could be a singer, and and you can have a great voice, but if you don't practice, you, you are not gonna achieve the same. It's like I remember this book that I read, um, and John Maxwell says a lot about um, how hard work beats talent. Is because you know. People who work hard, they are always practicing, they are always improving, always learning, always always doing something new in order to, to achieve their goals. And I think that is that is a very important thing to keep practicing every day um, about anything. You know, you can practice uh, with, with, with the clothes, for example, that you want to wear for a meeting or talking to a mirror, uh, doing a small speech, all of that you can you can just practice anything about your your business or or your career your profession and it's it's, it's important you know <laughs> absolutely absolutely so people that are listening to this they like you and what you have to say and they want to learn more about your company where should we send them after they listen to the podcast yes um i am all over social media <laughs> I am on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and they can find me as Willie Hobal. Hobal is my last name; is H O B A L. And yeah, I'm I'm about there, and you know, and there they can find the links to my company, Hobal Luxury Collection, and to enjoy some of the great content that I'm sharing um, about the travel industry. Great, and well, we will send them your way. <laughs> I appreciate your time for the podcast and for sharing your story with me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure too. All right. That's a wrap for this episode of Relish the Journey. As always, thank you all so much for listening. And a very special thank you to Willie Hobal for being our guest this week. Again, all the way from Switzerland. How cool is that? Switzerland on Relish the Journey. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, please share it with somebody you know that could benefit from this story please like and subscribe and rate and all those things on social media and your podcast listening app that helps us get exposed to more people all over the world so i can continue to bring you some awesome content until next time everybody i'm miles biggs cheers